second episode of my mom thinks you're dumb i've got with me daniel petty i'm talking about some sports uh things and uh here we go Perfect. all right petty i've been watching like everybody has um a lot of sports from the early 90s late 80s late 90s early 2000s um watching uh old world world series games watched uh dennis eckersley with the cardinals in 95 today um i was just thinking is baseball better today or was it better you know 10 20 15 when i say 20 years ago i'm thinking of 1990 um well what's made it i don't know what's made it like it seemed like every the 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 players were more household names i feel like than they are today and i don't understand why like mike trout statistically could end his own trajectory to end his pace to be one of the top three prolific offensive players to ever live i mean he's like a white bo jackson i hate to do the white black thing but i mean no he he's like he's mickey mantle good and he could walk down the streets of Alabama, Birmingham, or Atlanta, and he could he could he could largely go unrecognized. If Frank Thomas or King Griffey Jr. walked down the any street in America in the nineties, everybody would have lost their crap. Like uh, I don't know, I don't know if the game has changed. If the market of I I I don't know if it's just a shift in people's attention spans, kids' attention spans have gotten sporter and baseball such a slow game. And you didn't have as much of it on TV back in the day. So when you did get it, it was a big deal. Um, I, and there's, I, I don't, I don't know. I, what, what has changed about the game? That That's the other sports we're going to talk about. Things have dramatically changed about the sport. I don't know what's dramatically changed about baseball. Well, I think ever since ever since the steroids, um, you know, the the baseball players using it, whether or not you know, C League and baseball was complicit in that. Um, I think ever since the steroid era, um, we've moved to younger. Um, you know, the the well established guy uh, growing head sizes and and starting to uh, bulk up at thirty thirty five years old doesn't happen anymore um today's players are younger um the pitchers are are you know the the clayton kershaws are are pretty rare whereas you know all through being a brave fan all through the 90s we you know we lost pete smith we lost steve Avery, but we always had you know smoltzy and, and glavin and, and maddox um yeah i don't really think that i don't know but i know there's always free agency but I, I agree with you that the players aren't as recognizable. Um, I think, you know, just watching from 95, guys put the ball in play. You know, um, there weren't 15, 16, 17, 18 strikeouts per team 
no one swings for contact. And I'm not saying, you know, you, everybody's got to be a just, you know, put the ball in play hitter, but there were only, you know, maybe one, two, three guys on every team, except for, you know, the late 90s Rockies. There weren't – not everybody's a home run hitter. And it seems like today everybody's okay with striking out and everybody's okay yes. with, you know, breaking their shoelaces on every swing. Some of those Cleveland teams went deep. Um, yeah. Well, it, from all I hear from people that know baseball, it's they're coaching they're, the swing is being coached differently with an upper trajectory, which is a more swing and miss, a swing and miss deal, which makes, I mean, which it, that does change the game because now you've got nothing but the shifts because everybody's taught to pull it and pull it with power. You don't have button, you don't have stealing, you don't have. Yeah, the, the, the Ricky Henderson game is, is, is gone. So, yeah, I, no, I guess no it's changing that. But, man, that should be more exciting. Home runs are what make people excited. That's what brought people back in the steroid era was the fact that McGuire and Sosa were hitting, you know, 70 home runs in a season, and it kind of made it exciting again after the whole um, the whole strike that, that turned people off in, the, in 94. Yeah, but I don't know, when, so that should be exciting. When McGuire, when McGuire and, and uh, Sosa were doing that, there were guys on base, you know, like uh, Moises Alou, you know, I'm not saying you got to, you know, choke up and, and put the ball in play with two strikes, but that gum, I mean, be okay with, uh, you know, getting a base hit. And now I think guys are just, you know, okay with striking out. Um, and, you know, part of that's, you know, every pitcher now is throwing a lot harder. Um, you know, everybody's, you know, everybody's running up there, uh, you know, close to 100 miles an hour. Um, I just – I don't think – I think with basketball and football, the popularity has done nothing but grow. Um, you know, there were a little bit of a doldrum after Jordan retired. And, you know, who's going to be the next, you know, after Kobe. Um, and LeBron kind of helped that out. But NBA and, and NFL are certainly more popular than ever. And, and baseball, like you said, it's, it's, a, it's a boring game because, you know, it's everybody waiting for the home run. And it's just – uh, kind of boring. Um, all right, let's move on. What do you want to do? Well, I don't know. I saw a stat. What the game lasts like hours of TV time, and there's like 11 minutes of actual action that happens. That that people have shorter attention spans, man. Back in like 1988, there wasn't as much on TV. So in the afternoon, when uh, Harry Carey was was half drunk in the seventh inning, and you had Sean Dunstan, Shawn Dunstan throwing it into the third row. And Harry, it, it, it there was there wasn't much else on TV. That was all there was to watch. I think I, the attention span got short. I don't know, man. It, I don't think the game. That's the one that's weird to me because the game hasn't changed. The interest has changed more than anything. Yeah. Well, like you say, I mean, not everybody had noticed Nixon, but everybody had you know two or three guys. I mean, even Gant stole bases. You know, like big muscle oh, yeah. guy. I mean, everybody. You know, no one no one steals bases anymore. You know, Billy Hamilton. They talk about how fast he is, but no, man, you had 30 steals. Roberto Kelly for the Yankees or Kenny Lofton for the Indians or every every team had a, a, a fast guy. I mean, yeah, lead off hitter no, no, no longer needs to be a guy that has speed. Yeah, I mean, Knobloch would steal a base, you know. I mean, if it was yeah. – I don't, I don't know. It just seems like the game is more station to same, station same, and everybody same. waiting for a home run. Uh, yeah, Roberto Alomar. I mean, every team had a guy. They, yeah. they could run, or at least on the video game was fast enough to run and still race. 
All right. What do you want to do, basketball or football? Which we can, we'll do. We'll say football for last since it's the big daddy. All right. Um, I, I'm I'm so sick of uh, you know I'm 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 dealing with 17, 18 year olds almost uh, every weekday, um, and they they they've been I think they've been baiting me asking uh, do I think Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls could beat a team like Golden State, and uh, apparently they. You know, we're talking about Golden State with like Kevin Durant, but uh, he's he's no longer with Golden State. But let's say that Kevin Durant was healthy, but and you know, under today's rules, I'll say this: this was the litmus test. My dad was old school, hates the NBA now, or hated what the NBA had become. He liked he liked the old Celtics '80s version of of basketball, um, Celtics, Lakers. But I finally made him, like, one night, I was like, Dad, just turn the Warriors on just, just to see the spectacle of what of – what, and it was in, you know, the second or third year when the Warriors went nuts. And I was like, just just watch the spectacle, Dad. I said, it's nuts. And, you know, you made the comment, and I guess he remembered, you know, Bird didn't shoot that many threes, and Bird was considered the best shooter of the 80s, maybe ever, till, till, till Steph came along. And my dad watched them play a night or two and laughed. He said, Daniel, they'd shoot the Celtics off the court. I was like, they'd shoot anybody off the court. If the, but that's the game where the rules have changed. If the rules were today's rules, they'd shoot them off the court. If the rules were the 80s rules, Steph, Steph would – because Steph likes to drive every once in a while and get cute. He'd do that one time, and Kevin McHale would break him. And he would lose his, teeth. Yeah, he would, he yeah, would lose teeth. Or Isaiah Thomas or Bill Embiid or one of those guys – or uh, Oakley for, for the book. Yeah, that wouldn't – it depends on what game they're playing. If they're playing the 80s game, no. Those those Warrior teams would get, like – would get would kind of get intimidated off the court. Yeah, I, it, I, was ta- it, I was talking to a couple of the high school basketball players, and they're like, they're spacing so much better. And I'm like, yeah, because they're not – they're calling defense at three seconds. Yeah, because uh, they're know, not getting they're not getting decked to get to that space. Yeah. And not everybody has a Patrick Ewing or, you know, not everybody has everybody back in, you know, even up till two thousand five, two thousand six had a Roy Hibbert or somebody that's, you know, seven foot, three hundred oh, yeah. pound monster that would camp out underneath the basket and never get called for defensive three second. And the offensive guy that was leaning on him, the Shaq or whoever that's leaning on him, never got called for offensive. Will Purdue wasn't getting out of the paint? No, no. I mean, Bill Lennington couldn't get out of the paint. That's where he knew. They're good good for Dave. Yeah, I mean, he would back to the the low block and and Jordan would fly over him. And I don't don't know. I mean, yeah, when I saw the stat about, you know, um, the most – Three pointers Larry Bird ever shot was less than three hundred in a season, and and uh, James Harden had eleven hundred. Um, that's that's a different ball game. Um, I don't know why they didn't shoot three pointers. Maybe because there was a guy like draped on them, holding them with two hands, and no one was calling a foul. Um, and today, you know, there's a lot of ticky tack fouls. Um, if James Harden yeah. gets touched, he's going to the free throw line. Yeah. Um, so he, he's able to do that step back, you know, three. Um, there used to be a lot more of when a guy shot a three-pointer, they would land on another guy's foot. And that meant, you know, you're rolling an ankle or something like that. But that was just like 
kind of a part of the game. And I'm not saying that it's right or wrong, but it was a part of the game. You know, you would just jab your foot underneath him and, you know, he'd come down and, and sprain an ankle. Which makes – which should blow your mind why Jordan averaged, you know, 37 a game in his second year in the NBA or, or Bird was averaging upwards of 30 and they didn't shoot three. So, I don't know how. And they still are up there in the all-time average per game. Yeah, that, that's the thing. When people say, like, if, if they played by today's, you know, no hand-checking rule, they'd score 50. No, if they just shot three-pointers at, at the rate yeah. that today's guys shoot it, that would be a lot more points. But, um, no, there's not – and I agree with the kids. If they let them play by today's rules where you can't touch them, yeah, there's not a team there, – there, there wasn't a team alive that could have stayed on the court with those, uh, uh, those Golden State teams the way they were shooting the ball. Well, I mean, it would definitely take – I mean, there, there, take wasn't a a seven, there wasn't take a seven-footer in the NBA that could shoot a three-pointer. And Kevin Durant can shoot a three-pointer. It's, yeah, it's, kind of, yeah. it's kind of stupid. But, you know, if Kevin Rodman, a different could Rodman guard Kevin Durant? Could, uh, could Ron Harper or, yeah. or Jordan stay with Steph? Could, could Scottie Pippen lock down Clay? Um, it, would, it would take the – answer, The answer to that is yes. I watched Scottie Pippen – even was reminded on that, that, that show that Scottie Pippen shut down Magic Johnson or yeah. Jordan. They switched Jordan off of him and put Scotty on him. Man, no, no, Jordan didn't make a big deal out of that. Like, hey, yeah, they, I wasn't getting it done. They put Scotty on him. Well, it just allows Jordan to play all the passing lanes. I mean, it, it would take a while. It would take, you know, three, four, five, you know, take an offseason at least to say, like, hey, Kerr, uh, shoot a lot of three-pointers. Hey, uh, B.J. Armstrong, shoot a lot of three-pointers. Jordan, shoot a lot of three-pointers. Yeah, it would, it would take a while. No, the, the Jordan, they would made it, he's like, man, I realized that uh, Kurt was hitting threes. I'm like, well, no crap. Yeah, like <laughs> he's wide open. Yeah. He's wide open. You've got two dudes on you at all times. I'm, yeah, well, that, that's the thing that everybody does now. Everybody just you know puts puts a guy in the corner and and he's wide open. If, if the but Bird's known because of those three point contests and stuff, where he would show up and just show out. So why not shoot him in the games? Well, I mean, you know, Dale Ellis, none of those guys shot more than two or three a game. You know, that was reckless basketball if you shot more than that. All right, let's move on. Football. Football, better or I worse? Like, I like the more points mentality. Better. Much, much, much better. Uh, I, we were talking about this before. It's better. Well, we just had the NFL draft, and – um I, I kept laughing when they would say that, uh, you know, we got to the second round and, and Swift and uh, what's the guy, Taylor, uh, Jonathan Taylor. And they're like, this guy's an every down back. Like, like he's a three down back. That's, that's pretty special. And I was like, everybody used to be a three down yeah. back. Like, it was but, like playing quarterback. Like, yeah, it's called, it's called, back. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's called running back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There wasn't a – oh, we might throw the ball here. Uh, no, you have the to be – The only time he came out is if he got lucky and broke a, a 35, 40-yard run and then broke another two or three, like, tough runs. Right. I mean, like, you didn't get plays off. Uh, everybody got treated like Derrick Henry in the Iron Bowl, you know, three years ago. And, and if it required you to have 30 carries, then you had 30 carries. Um that's the thing that makes, you know, Emmett Smith and Barry Sanders so remarkable is that they took that kind of Earl Campbell punishment for 
10, 12, 13, 14 years. Um, but everybody got used up and, you know, the every down treatment. Well, and I don't get why they've gone away from it because you see the teams that do it, it's successful with it when you've got a every down game changing back like Derrick Henry in, in Tennessee. I mean, it, it, it still works when you've got a stud to run behind. Yeah, but I think, it, you know, um, maybe Saquon, Saquon, Zeke, uh, McCaffrey. Fournette if he's healthy. Fournette if he's healthy. Uh, Derrick Henry, they're, I don't know, it just seemed like everybody, everybody used to have that guy. Um, but today's offense is predicated every on team, every throwing team the ball. Every team back. Well, yeah, well, that's what, and I was telling you, man, no, it's 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 better for this reason alone. I don't know how any team ever established a comeback before the advent of the. I mean, the forward pass obviously happened back in the eighties. You had John Elway, but uh, apparently people weren't a big fan of it unless you just had to do it, like the three pointer in the basketball. People didn't shoot it unless they had to. Well, they didn't throw it unless they had to. I was telling you, man, I was watching a game from nineteen ninety. And Ole Miss was playing Tennessee to go to the Sugar Bowl. And they were down 10 points with three minutes to go. And on third down, they were running the damn option and then getting in the huddle after they got it. And I was absolutely losing my mind on a game that's 30 years old because I knew that huddling up and running the option was no way to score 10 points in three minutes. And I didn't I, – I, I, I was blown away at the fact that that's how football used to be played. And that was the – the coaching strategy at the end of the game, and I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't wrap my brain around it, to be honest. So well, yes, it's so much better to know that coaches actually have the mindset to score. Yeah. Um, Lane Kiffin at out when he was at Alabama, he did something quite brilliant. Uh, oh, Amari Cooper's my best player. Well, I'm going to throw the ball to him 15 times a game and see you stop it. You'll see a lot of people, and uh, even Hugh Freeze was bad about this at Ole Miss, would use Laquan Treadwell as a decoy. Or you use your good players as a decoy. No, you have Reggie Bush. You have uh, uh, Amari Cooper. You get – like, imagine what – like, if he would have had Julio. I mean, Julio didn't get the ball. It, it, like, Julio's college career is not what it should have been. No, I'm a little um, – yeah, you know, you – but you just – Looking at it from an old school coach's point of view, I mean, like they're rolling a safety over, um, and he's got a cornerback, you know, just in man coverage. And you know, the percentages say this, but sometimes you just got to say, like, yeah, it doesn't matter if they put three on him, he's still Julio Jones, and he's got a better chance yeah. of getting the ball than, than anybody. But, um, you know, that, that was one of the things about John Madden is uh, they said he was like a maverick and, and revolutionary because he would throw the ball on first down sometimes. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, they do that all the time now. Like, but it, it was so revolutionary because the only time that someone would throw the ball is when it was third down and more than five. And everybody knows it was going to be a pass, but that's just the way that the game was played. And today's today's score from anywhere, you know, especially you know, you look at Kansas at City one point or, during that at one point during that game, Ole Miss punted on third down. This was 1990. If Ole Miss punted in on third down in a game today, I may break my TV. Well, why were they punting on third down? I have no idea. I guess they wanted their defense. I, I don't I don't I, I have no idea, man. It you know those old uh, 
what was it? Uh, I don't know if it was Red Grange or something like that. Um, he had like 350 uh, all-purpose yards against Michigan, and you know, I don't know, it was like 1915. But Michigan would the, the the school would score, and Michigan would get the ball back, and they would immediately punt because they wanted their defense on the field. <laughs> like like uh, uh, I mean, it's not the 90s weren't so, yeah. that bad, but yeah, it's it's a whole lot more of a field position. And I always hated that about Shula, about like the, we're playing, we're winning the field position game and we're, oh, if we get three points, that's that's a good drive. No, like that was. We need, we need to thank people like Bobby Bowden and Spurrier who were like, no, we're going to throw the football at, at any time. Well, yeah, I mean, well, you know, it would have been nice to have been playing in the ACC in the, in the 90s. You know, because, uh, I mean, it was routine that he would put up, you know, 70 to 3 against Wake Forest. But, you know, he did he did throw the ball. Yeah, but, so. dude, the ACC in the 90s was boss. Miami, okay. Florida State, it was better yeah. than the SEC. End, end of list. End of list. In the 90s. Yeah. yeah. That's the end of that list. Do you really think that – okay. Do you think that Georgia, – Georgia Tech won a national title in 1990. Yeah, them in Washington. Yeah, them, them in Washington. They, they split it. I think Colorado might be in on that too. Um, was that was it a three? Yeah, Colorado. Play? Some I, it may have been. Jesus. At least now we at least get a playoff. Which don't tell that to Baylor, or TCU that year they got snubbed. Um, all right. So football's better. Basketball's better. Baseball, we're losing the tenants and. Uh, Maybe it's not as good. All right, you about this episode? Yep. Anything to add? You nailed it. All right, episode three coming up. On to the bottom of the seventh. The Cubs are leading four to three.